Sean and I just did our drip checks. Check it on Instagram. Uh, all of, all all of them. them. Check it on all of them. They're kind of, it's kind of fire. Kind of a fire drip check. Sean, Sean's dripped out per usual. Dripped out bone to skin, as if you will. Yeah, through and through. Mm-hmm. Cooked to the bone for sure. Meat's falling off the bone. Yeah. Because it's cooked so well. It cooks so well, dog. It shit's so ice cold, though, that um, it's actually not cooking to the bone. Should have thought that out a little bit more. Yeah, but it's it, the shit's hard. Shit's hard because it's so cold. It's salt, so solid. It froze. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> it froze. It so hard. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, on that note, Ryan. Hey. Where are we right now? Dude, we are in... I mean... I want to call it my apartment, but we can just call it the studio if you want. Sure. It. For the pod, it's the studio. Take a look around. Um, yeah, this is it, man. We got a screen. Nolan's yeah. on the screen. Nolan is on the screen. He's behind the camera. You Nolan, can't see him. I'm now. I feel more like a producer than ever before. You I have look a lap- like a producer. I have a laptop in my lap. I got a camera right here. I'm recording you guys. I also got this screen I can throw things up on. I think this is. I don't want to put you on the spot, Ryan, but this would be a great time to introduce the. Yeah, more YouTube videos being put out. Like I know more, more people, dude. People want YouTube videos so bad. Really? Yeah, pretty bad. Maybe Are this they is where we it? start. I don't what? know. I don't know, man. Would you mind Nolan putting on the uh, blue blue light glasses? Look a little more. Yeah, official. They're they're up there. Yeah. Where are they? Um, right here. Hold on. I just go grab them to me. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, just so actually, to, to break in the uh, TV, Nolan, you want to throw up the video that I sent you. Sean, you saw a little clip of this. Mm-hmm. So I work at a place where we get junk all the time. Junk on junk on junk. People want to throw stuff away, but we're the demo pile. has to go through us. Did you know, like a town dump, like people outside of your town can't use your dump? Right. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. You know that? Yeah, because I think they lose money on everything. Oh, yeah. Like no. taxpayers pay the difference or whatever. I believe so, yes. Yeah. So, I, yeah. It's just, it's not a profitable business. You're taking trash. So <laughs> yeah, taking. How much is it? Do you know how much dump bags are? No, I don't know what they would go for. I any, feel like right they're now. expensive. They are. Yeah. It's, it's, we're paying much more than this, the price of the plastic. That's for sure. Right? Like, shouldn't you, what's to stop you from just going to demo? Oh, just weighing it and just demoing all of your right? like, house trash. I've what, seen what's people... stopping you? What's stopping you from just throwing it in your backyard in a hole? What's stopping you from throwing it in the ocean or burning oh, it? Oh, yeah. These social constructs that we put, we lock ourselves in a cage, break out of the cage. Mm-hmm. My message to you. Yeah. Don't listen. If someone says don't throw something in the ocean, shut up. You know. Yeah, the ocean's pretty big, and it's the, yeah. I did hear this one thing. I actually have told this story on the pod, but it's been so long. Nobody remembers this. But one of my professors, he was sailing down in like Barbados, whatever. I don't care. (laughs) But he was sailing down there and he was on the boat and everyone would just throw their empty cans out in the ocean. Mm -hmm. And they're like, why? Why are you throwing it out in the ocean? The professor was getting mad. Like he had enough. He's like, why do you keep throwing the ocean? He's like, would you rather us take it, bring it back on land and bury it? Or put it in the ocean because the ocean takes up like 70% of the world. And it's like, well, that's a tough argument. That is a tough argument. That's a really tough argument. And it floats out to sea where I'm not saying... We're not, that, say, we're I'm not, not saying that I have any I have any like, like of ocean pollution at all. I love the sea turtles just as much as the next sweet guy. We need line. a new... All I'm, I, you know what? You know what we need to fight the pollution in the ocean? We need a new animal with a straw up its nose. 
Because the turtles, people are forgetting about that picture of the turtle with a straw. We need a new, we need a new ant, like a seal or something with like a freaking Coke can in its throat. Yeah. Like we need something to like shock the people again to be like, Remember- I think, I think we're doing a good job getting rid of a bunch of stuff. Getting rid of a bunch of what? Like, oh, I think yeah. we're getting rid of a lot of the trash. Yeah, I feel like I saw like they, they had been doing or they, I know they were like researching ways to gather the trash because there's so many or ways. the plastic because the problem i always heard was like the plastics they m- break down from the uv and salt water into microplastics so they're so small fragments over oh. time that makes it really hard to gather it oh and that's well, whoa what, what do we got here nolan so um <laughs> talking about putting things in the ocean like trash i pulled up the rules on what you can actually dump in the ocean at certain uh, basically measurements out to sea. Um, this exact sticker is on the inside of all my boats that I work on. And I always thought it was really interesting just because it's not as strict as you would think. Wait, so you can, what is this? What? Round food waste capable of passing through a screen with openings <laughs> maximum of 25 millimeters. So like that, once you get three miles out, you're good to throw any of the stuff that in that first one. <laughs> but it has to be ground. Yes. So it goes but every screen. other food waste, once you get 12 miles out, you're good. 12 miles out, you can just start throwing cows out in the ocean. And then cargo residues, which also 12 miles out. You can start throwing in, which I'm assuming that's like cardboard, plastic, things like oh that. Oh my god! As long as it's dude, not harmful what? to the marine environment. But then once you're past that, the only other thing that's like specifically put is just cleaning agents, basically wow. and like cleaning supplies. But other well, than I that, was like, I was totally joking about throwing like trash. I know. Like now it's gonna look like we're like actually for supporting trash. Right yeah. Well, we're. We're not, but We're I, think fence, that, I think there's a, I think there's a much bigger problem than people saying like, oh, like you threw that one can on the ground. There's a much bigger problem than I'm not saying collectively we couldn't make a difference, but I think rules like this yeah. definitely don't help the situation. Yeah. So I think um, there's a much bigger problem than well, I think they're letting on. Well, how do you feel about the whole like Taylor Swift thing? This is kind of this is old news. Taylor Swift flies her private jet. Like so much. You hear about this? Mm-mm. So someone did flight tracking on all all the celebrities, mm-hmm. and the number one celebrity that flew the most was Taylor Swift, and she was taking like twenty minute flights just to get around like California, and her hours on the plane were so much. So like her pollution was worth like hundreds and hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. So people are mad at her, being like, "Why are you wasting all this? How do you feel about that?" Because like in one hand it's like well I mean she has a private jet she can use it whenever she wants on the other hand it is like we're saving straws mm-hmm. and she's literally flying so much that it takes like thousands of people to pollute as much as her in one year it's a mm, it's a tough luck it's a tough I I mean I think that's where stuff like I mean I'm not gonna get into politics or anything but never do I think something like it could be explained by you know they have higher taxes. Like, okay. should they have higher taxes because yeah. they have the abortion? Well, all I'm saying. Yep. Second was Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. No one's talking about him. It's not like he was not flying a, like a little amount. Right. He was, dude, his hit, him on the chart was still freaking huge. He's flying it's everywhere Floyd, too. Man. 
Exactly. So it's like a little like messed up. I feel like people are getting mad at her and it's mm-hmm. like, whatever, man. Yeah. I mean, Wildest Dreams is a really good song too. So like, I'm not going to hold something. Wildest Dreams. Oh. Yeah. So like, that's a banger and like, I'm not going to hold this plane thing over her head. Think about this. All of the net good that she's done to the world, all the songs and all the all the heart people getting through heartbreaks, mm-hmm. you know, she's helped so much more than she's polluting. I like still to net think, positive. I like to think so. Taylor Swift is still net positive. Heard it here first. Yeah. Another thing on that topic too, I might pull it up right now. People were really mad at Leonardo DiCaprio a little bit ago because he took a eight thousand mile trip in a private jet to pick up an environmental award he had won. Oh, he looks, dude. How do you feel about the way Leonardo DiCaprio looks? I read an art, I, I saw something the other day that was talking about his decline and how, like, <laughs> or not decline, but just like he's not the handsome man that he used to be. I don't. He was think. never handsome. I don't think Leonardo DiCaprio was ever handsome. Well, I think he just had that. He had it. No, he was charming. Yeah. Because he was that. He was that. He was Jack. Yeah. Exactly. He was like Jack. Harlow is now where necessarily if you go off his looks Jack Harlow not much good enough looking guy yeah right same with Leo back then but but he's got that charm to him charm goes a long way charm goes a long way and Leo he's gone he's got oh he's pulling up young Leo that's not useful Leo silly (laughs) oh oh that's not it we're new. We're new to the yeah. screen. I mean, he ain't bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, you see a picture of Leonardo right. DiCaprio that but age I, we're just ripping a about, dart, and you're like, yeah. I want to rip a dart. Right. Yeah. You know? Like, I want one now. <laughs> like, he, he was such a, like, he was a good look for cigarettes, which isn't good. Does he still smoke cigarettes? I think he does. He might. You all, We've all seen the chart of him. Only getting girls no older than 25. Yeah, 25 I mean, yeah. that's absolutely insane. But I feel like that is... I feel it. Well, some people say that's got to change at some point, but in my view, I mean, like, unless he wants it to, it doesn't have to. There are going to be a steady supply of, I believe that mm-hmm. there's a steady supply of 20 to 25 year old or whatever mm-hmm. that will continue continue to date. If Leonardo. I was two years younger, I'd probably date him too. Why two years younger? I'm a little more naive. <laughs> I know better now. <laughs> but don't you think he gets Fair bored? enough. Hmm? Like that's my question. Like, don't don't you think he gets no? Bored? He's not getting bored. He's got a fresh meat. Dude, he's, he's got, got fresh meat like, like all the time. Can we not? It didn't yeah, mean it that no, way. No. It didn't mean it that way. Like, he's got. He's got. He's got. We went like. He's got. He's the got, term. The yeah, term. Of no. Fr- he didn't yeah, mean that, it that, that way. sounded fucked up. I'm sorry about that. He's got like a variety of. He's got new love interests. He's got new new love interests. Like as much as he wants. Yeah. Human people love. So interests. that's the whole point. He's not getting bored. He's not getting bored. <sighs> wow. Wow. Um, Feeling hot, hot, hot. <laughs> yeah, that's when the sweat. That's when the sweat comes in right there. Didn't mean that. Yeah. But, um, do you um, want me to pull up the video now of the? Uh, yeah, you want to pull up the video of the dryer? Yeah. <laughs> so, just, so it's a washer. Okay, so it's it is a washer. The dryer, the dryer takes a lot of electricity because it, it dries. So you need the pl- a fifty amp plug. Oh yeah. You need a fifty amp plug on on on, on site. Yeah. So this is a washing machine. Mm-hmm. I I took apart the door. And took the glass out so you can shut it so the child lock goes off. You can start playing it, Nolan. So the child lock will obviously shut, and then you can throw the brick in. It took a couple times to throw it in, but, dude, it wasn't... Can we get a sound on this yeah. or no? Because, like, 
it didn't rip itself apart the way I wanted it to. Ooh, but yeah. dude, it was loud. It sounds like a, like a like almost like machine gun fire. Absolute yeah. absolute yeah. machine gun. <laughs> yeah. So we kept throwing more and more bricks in it, and I was really hoping that it would like rip itself apart completely. But dude, <laughs> so we did this three more times after this. We it stopped. It stopped, and then we would start it back up, put a new spin cycle, and go again. Dude, people underestimate what you can throw into a washing machine. These things are freaking rugged. It's insane. It's insane. So what you're telling me, all those years growing up, Mm -hmm. when mommy said, hey, no shoes in the washer. Dude, you could put, I literally put bricks in it, and it still ran, and it still runs today. It's still running right now. Yeah. Yeah, dude, the speed, the speed. We did the math one time. Remember, we did the math at one of the previous places I stayed at. Oh, and it yeah. told us, and it was like forty miles per hour. Yeah, so that brick was going like forty. Like, imagine a wobbly tire going forty miles per per hour. That would hurt. Yeah, so that was pretty That's crazy. A cool science experiment, though. It was That's a cool. Fun. You know, it's it was team bonding. It was pickleball Monday, so we had pickleball, and on top of that, it was. A brick in a wash machine Monday. Oh my god! And it was moving Monday for me, so I literally went in, tested the pools, got that all right because you know how I be. I love my pools. You do. Then team bonding. Then I left. That's awesome. Yeah, good day. It was a good day. To start with the washing machines, really, yeah. or start with the pools. Even. I was scared because it was so loud. I mean, it's really loud. It's a tin box with a brick in it. Like it's it's making a <laughs> racket. You know what I mean? Should be. Yeah. We're we're hoping it does. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Um, so, yeah. What do you got? <laughs> I was looking at it. I was looking. Actually, first, I want to just talk about this quote from my, one of my professors today. Yeah. Tell me if this means anything to you, because I had to do some research on it to figure out what he was even talking about. Okay. He said, and I quote, "Don't let a charismatic person sell you a bottle of snake oil." Wow, that's a that's dude. There's so many better quotes than that. Yeah. Holy shit, that's a bad one. Like, there's just better ways of putting it. Like, you don't don't sell like, like don't let someone sell water to a snowman or something. Yeah. So I just kind of how thought, old was he? If you're talking about snake oil, you're over sixty. Yeah, he was snake no, venom. No, he wasn't over sixty. He's like probably fifties. Really? And he's talking about snake whatever snake oil. What snake is oil? snake oil? So I looked it up, and apparently during like the Great Depression or whatever, these people would go around to like people and say like they have this uh, whatever this special concoction that they made that'll cure like diseases and stuff or certain diseases, and they okay. called it like these guys are trying to sell, sell snake oil. Like that's just what oh. came up. Oh, so that's their way of saying like like it's like bullshit. It's yeah. like it's like somebody tricking you and selling you bullshit. Oh, nice. So. Kind of a good quote. What was he um, talking about, though? What class was this, first of all? This was strategic planning and decision-making. Okay, this got way cooler. Yeah. What is this? Like, what do you even do in that class? So, basically, like, right now, we are going over, like, uh, almost, almost, like, my friend Nolan, a little bit of, like, rhetoric, almost, like, fallacies, and how people, how, like, people in power try to control their constituents okay um if you will yeah. and basically then further in the class we'll kind of go into like just basically it's about like making logical choices we'll do like cost benefit analysis and stuff like to make it 
make sure we make economical choices when in the broader homeland security arena. Yeah. If that makes sense to you. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. It does make sense. You mean that? I do mean that. Okay. So, yeah. Interesting. Don't let a charismatic person sell you snake oil. Yeah. It just doesn't roll. Like the theme, like the snow, the the water and the snowman has a theme. Mm-hmm. Water, you know. Yeah. You could you could you could sell a tooth to a dentist. I made that one up. That one's just gross. You could sell a tooth to a dentist. Yeah. Do dentists I, wait buy teeth? I don't think so. <laughs> no, that <laughs> means like you're a really good sal- salesman. You could sell a well, tooth. Well, wouldn't to the a dentist, dentist want to buy a tooth? Well, isn't the dentist selling tooth? Do yeah. they have too many? The dentist They're is selling out. you your teeth. Oh yeah, that's it. That's they're selling. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let a dentist sell you sell you some teeth when you already got when you already got when you already got a 30, good set thirty. When you already have thirty, you also pay the dentist to take out your teeth. And what do they do? With, what, I bet they get to keep them and resell. Yeah, what? Do what kind of profit do? are they turning on 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 used teeth? I'm gonna look you that think up. They sell that for like like ivory. They just call it ivory. <laughs> 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 you know, I don't think it works like that. People don't want ivory right now, I don't think. Why not? Because that's like they it's a bad rap right now. Yeah, it's not um it's not as it's hot not very as it it's used not very be. hip to be no. like, yeah, I could really use a big piece of ivory right now. Yeah. Cuz guess where the ivory comes from? Well, it could be coming from your mouth. <laughs> but okay, so what happens to your teeth after it gets extracted? Susan. Well, you can take it home. So it's a little bit older. This is a 2015 article. Data may have changed by it. <laughs> We're not 100% sure, but... Um, they said you can't bring it home with you. No, I feel like I've taken a tooth home. Well, Don't some this, doctors it's, it's put your... No, no, uh, you can take your wisdom teeth home. Can't you get your appendix in a jar? Oh, God. I mean, it's yours. The, the <laughs> fact that you can't take something that's yours right. that you Wait. made. Yeah, I read that. Like, yeah. That's oh, not fair. Well, I actually, kind of a, just a side note about appendixes. I don't know why in my head, like, I feel like I'm going to get appendicitis. Like, I feel like. Dude, what is like, this? Uh, don't put that energy out kind there. Kind of a weird. Uh, or not. I, I don't worry about it often. But if I ever have, like, a sharp stomach ache come on or something, yeah. I'm always, like, the first thing I think, yep. Here it is. Here it comes. No. Like this morning, this morning after I surfed, I was walking back and then like, like when I got out of the water, it just started hurting. And then like, it like got sharper and sharper as I was walking. And then it just, and I was like, here it comes. Guess I'm going to urgent care this morning, not school. But then it went away. So, but you have, there's no history of, I know some people. What is appendicitis? It's when that appendix bursts. It's right? when that little sack gets all angry. It bursts. It can burst. You don't want it to burst, though. You want to get it out before it bursts. I think ideally. Yeah. If so it bursts, you can so die. Is it? You think like is this something that football could have like? Oh no. There's no, no real. No there's, there's no, no reason. reason why I should be. Well, any don't put more this likely. energy out there. Okay. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta refrain because I did that before at the airport, and I was like, I want the full experience because I hadn't flown like basically ever. I was like, I want the full experience. And I got freaking padded down, bag searched and everything. Yeah. So when you put that energy out there, it does it does happen. See, the crazy thing is I won't even mind getting my appendix out. What, dude? No, wouldn't you prefer just everything to be okay? I would. Yeah, so don't... But it's only a matter of time, right? No. What percent of people get their appendix out? What is this? What is this? Is this a thing that I'm... Should I be afraid? 
of this? I don't know. I just feel like in the past couple of years, especially, I've known several people my age that have had appendicitis and had to get it out. Yeah, seven percent of the U.S. population. Okay, I'm done worrying. So, dude, think about it this way: the seven percent around you have already gone. Mm-hmm. So the chance of you getting it are lower. Is that how it works? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Not okay. really, but technically. Not really, but technically. Yeah, it's like when you're playing blackjack. Well, this one has to be this one has to be this. <laughs> you you know, know, that's a good comparison there. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, no, I'm not Okay, I'm done worrying. Thank you yeah. for putting my mind at ease to both of you. Yeah. I'm glad we could help. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. yeah. Easy, easy. Mm-hmm. Did look I take a, us off track? Us. What were we talking about? What were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about um Teeth getting teeth. extracted. I actually found something interesting. Do you guys have your wisdom teeth? Yeah. Keeping I got them. mine out. You got yours out. Mine were impacted, which means they were growing sideways. Mm. So I had to get them out before they impacted any of my other teeth. But I was looking at this and it said that there are a couple different groups that are policing dentists, including OSHA. Would you no. say OSHA? Don't you think construction? Yeah, OSHA is. I mean, it's everything. But yeah, that's what your brain goes to. The, the freaking... OSHA tells dentists that they can actually give teeth back to the patients. OSHA, dude, they, you know, they, they get, get a bad it. rap, but they care. they care. They just want the best for their people. All people. Yeah. Yeah. But they also said that um, if they don't give their teeth back to the people, they either put them in these special, like, waste containers that decomposes them in, like, acid. <laughs> Why? That is such a fucking waste of good teeth. Or they donate them to dental schools. Okay, that's really good. That's really good. Or, dude, there's got to be some. I mean, it would be bad to have like an incentive, but like, what if you could make a really strong concrete with teeth? Like, I feel like you could make a really good concrete. Right? Or why? Okay. Okay, tell me if this is gross. This is what I think we should do. I think we should take these teeth, A, just throw them in the ocean, obviously, <laughs> or B, why don't we like break them down and fill cavities with teeth? There's gotta be like if you if you rip out a tooth because it has a cavity in it, mm-hmm. there's gotta be a portion of it that you can still use. Why don't we use that tooth and put it in someone else's mouth? It's like trimming the fat off a piece of meat. You're trimming the cavity area. Yeah, the sick area of the yeah, tooth. Yeah. Off. You're not putting the whole tooth back in, but you can probably like crunch it up and then like have that be the filler rather than have it pl- chemicals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Check this last paragraph out. Check it. Check it. Dentists can even uh, profit off of teeth they pull. Scrap metal dealers? Yeah, think about it. If you there's metal oh. in the teeth they pull. Wow. Dude, if I knew I had a gold filling and I was getting that tooth pulled, there's no way I'd be like... So that's why OSHA's like, you deserve your teeth. Imagine yeah. a dentist said, nope, we can't give it to you. What a piece I know of, there's gold in it, but... That would be a sorry. real piece. Like, that would be the biggest piece of shit dentist in the world, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like you already make a good amount of money, yeah. And then you're gonna take somebody, Dude, pull somebody's tooth, and then be like, eh, "Mine now." I, I totally like. I love dentists and I love doctors and I love all that stuff, but like, return on investment. Like someone's got to do it, and I appreciate everyone that does it, especially the people that have the drive and the passion. Like those are the people that should be doing it, obviously. But if you're going to be like, "Oh, I want to be a dentist for like the money," it's like, dude, the amount of school that you need to go through, and then how long it's gonna take you to pay that off, it's like. It's not really like it's hard to make it worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I mean, so like that's why that's when you got like when you're a doctor, right? All these people expect you to drive a Mercedes, right? right? You got a couple credit cards. You still got student loans. Not to mention, 
your 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 husband or wife is a huge piece of shit. Right, stealing your money, going to the home club, all the time. Yeah, home all the time doesn't work. So you open up, you open up a mouth. You know, the fiftieth mouth of the week, and you see some piece of gold in there. But next to the piece of gold, you see a cavity, and you're like, "Oh my god, this is just what I need." Yeah. And say, "Hey guys, that we sorry, we gotta we gotta pull this tooth." Yeah. And then you, as you take it out, you put slide it in your pocket. Oh, where'd it go? Sorry. I get it, man. I get it. There's a lot of stress, <laughs> a lot of stress going on in the doctor's office. So, all that to say, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get it. Speaking. Yeah. So you get that. Yep. I want to talk to something to you oh. about something that I get. Okay. And I think this might be an unpopular opinion. Hot I hope take. I don't. Hope I don't get in any trouble for this. Okay. So, I don't know if anybody has seen the story recently in the news, like last week, about that guy in Mississippi um, that stole a biplane. Yes. Flew around for a while. Yep. Called 911 when he was up there and said, I'm going to crash into Walmart. Wow. This came out today. This did not come out today. This was like five days ago. This was five days ago. Or so. What was the name of the town? I thought that was the name of a town. It was started with a T. It was a T, like O L S Tulsa. No, no, it wasn't Tulsa. Tulsa is not. No, Nolan, can I get a fact check on that? You're looking at for the location. Yep. Um, I have the. It was from Mississippi. Tupelo Regional yeah. Airport. He was a worker there. Mm-hmm. Um, stole a plane. Yeah. I have it right here for you. So. There's this. Yep. There's a story right on the. Uh, Right on the screen right here. Yeah. Do you see that? Um, we are literally, <laughs> we can literally now point our fingers at things that we see. We can even pull up the exact Yeah, path. actually, yeah, have you that went. in the background as I'm talking. How do you, okay, you can go. You, no, you, you say something. How do you feel about how we can track flights? This kind of loops, this is a good full circle moment. Like, we can see that Taylor Swift, where she's flying, how long she's flown, all that. We can see all that data. The president, whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know about the president. But, like, do you think that is okay or not? I do. You think it's okay? Yeah. Why? Because, like, me knowing where you are in the air, I have very little ability to, like, say, go find you. Okay. You know? So, it's like you're you're on a different level. Yeah, but you can literally be like, I know where they're landing. Like, it's not much different. I guess that they could, like, divert if they knew that you were at the airport waiting for them. But, like, it's weird because it's just like, why aren't we tracking every car? It's other transportation. This isn't public. This isn't public. This isn't public. This isn't a public plane. This is a personal plane. Right, yeah. A little tiny plane. I want to go up. But everybody needs a chip, man. Well, I think it makes more sense because, like, flying, like, they want to be able to... I, I guess I see your point with it being publicly available. This is America. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that's what I'm kind of... I guess that's the well, argument. I get... This is America. We should be able to. Why are they tracking us? It's a nice argument. Yeah, no, I don't I don't mind. I don't... Personally, I don't mind. I don't have a plane. I don't care. Right. But yeah. I just wanted to see what you had to say. I think, I think that is fine. I have no problem with that. I think it's fun for us. Yeah. We get to Not fun for one. Taylor Swift. Not fun for Taylor Swift. Floyd doesn't care. That's her fucking problem. Yep. Once again, I'm behind Taylor Swift 100%. Yes, we are. Um, okay, so a few comments I have. I have. I want to break this story down a little bit more. Yep. So this guy that stole the plane, he was like 29 years old. He'd been working at that airport for 10 years. Started all right, 19. so a long time. And all he did there 
was gas up the plants. For 10 years? For 10 years. Okay. Gassed up the plants. How well does that job pay? <laughs> Probably not great, right? Probably not bad. Probably not great. Do you think you need to be certified? No, probably not. No, it's on. It the, seems like I mean, like like jet fuel. Gas her up, man. Yeah, true. True. Come on, true, just true. gas her up. True. Just people for the last ten years, just saying all they say to them: gas it up, yeah. gas it up. Yeah. Hey, Andrew, go gas it up. Gas it up. It's a fake name. Yeah. Um. So my first point to this is that I'm not saying he should have gone and steal the stole the airplane. However, if anybody works at an airport, in my opinion. For 10 years, a small airport like this, just gassing them up all day long. There's only a matter of time before you see the opportunity and you're like, fuck it, I'm flying today. And then you take the plane. So I don't think that's that. I don't. I know it's a bad judgment, but I get it. The uncontrol- You see the plane. There's nobody in the tower. You know you're all alone. You're like, I'm taking that plane. Yeah. Okay. So I get that part. As far as the threat... To crash it in the Walmart. I have a theory on this. I I don't know if it's true, obviously. I haven't talked to this man. I think that the threat to crash in a Walmart was a farce all along. I think I think he flew he took off and then he panicked. He was like, I don't know what to do. And then he called 911 and he was like, uh, I'm gonna crash in like Walmart, like just like a generic, like I'm just crashing a Walmart. Because he was scared and he just made it like he just made a bad decision. Okay. I don't think he was ever gonna crash in Walmart. I think he was smarter than that. So Lastly. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Well, we have more to talk about with that. Mm-hmm. So you were saying like, I'm going to crash into Walmart as like a nice lighthearted, like, oh, nice cushion. Like this, this will stop me. Walmart was a good place to stop me. I just think. That's what you were thinking? Because I don't just, think so. That's, I don't think that's an argument. Because he landed in a field. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so why, why would Walmart ever be something that's like, oh. Went in Walmart. Well, no, I think he was just like, like they were like, "What are you do? Like, what are you doing?" And, and he's he like, "I like, don't know, man. I don't know how gonna, to fly this thing. I'm gonna crash in Walmart." No, dude. Okay, you said it was a hot take. I don't necessarily agree with you, okay. but keep going. Okay. Another thing, and this is kind of where I think we'll definitely agree on this. Okay. So, in the article, it talked about how they were on the phone with him the whole time. This guy, he had some flying experience he knew roughly how to take off that's all that's all they said yep and basically they talked to him on the phone they got a pilot on the phone and the pilot was able to like talk him through like everything to detail like how to land it and like how to fly it and make sure everything oh, was safe that's so and then long. he was able to lie, land it in a field First, he was going. He they like he was about to land on the runway back at the airport, but then at the last second, he was like, "Nope," <laughs> and then flew to a field and then landed in the field. But like, it just kind of—I'm not saying flying is easy, but the fact that he could like—they say landing's the hardest part of flying—and they just talked him through it on the phone when he had never landed yeah. before, and the plane was barely damaged in a field. Yeah, it's just kind of like well. What are we paying these pilots all this money for? Whoa, okay, yeah. That's, yeah, that's a bold there, statement. I said it. So this this obviously, when you hear this story, it makes you think of that other story of that guy that was like suicidal. He went into a Seattle airport, stole a plane, flew it around, had some fun, and then crashed it into 
an island. You hear about that one? Mm-mm. So that's like a classic. This happened a couple of years ago. Like this guy, you know, going through some stuff. He literally like snuck through security. This is post 9-11 too. Snuck through security, got into like a 747 and was able to take off without before anyone could stop him. And he was like flying the 747 around Seattle, like up in the air. 747. Yeah, and they they, they scrambled jet, like they scrambled yeah. the freaking jets after him. And like on the, the you can hear like in the voice, because like, they were talking to him as well. Mm-hmm. And like he was like, "May man, like I, I don't want to hurt anyone. Like he's like, I, I just want to go out and like I like you know I just want like one last like moment of freedom, whatever." Mm-hmm. And then he crashes into an island like purposely, and you know does what he's got to do. Mm-hmm. Sadly, and um. But that story has something like, there's something like, wow, he was free for a second, you Mm -hmm. know? This story, you think, like, oh, like, wow, like, he just did it. He just went for it. Mm -hmm. But then you hear, like, the Walmart, and, like, like, I don't know, man. Like, it's just, like, I think he could have done better. Like, he could have just, he could have, like, broke free, flew it, and then got his pilot's license. And then landed it. In the field, like the other thing about the other story, the reason I brought it up is like he had no experience flying a plane. He flew a seven forty seven. Yeah, he's like, yeah, this is like a. And you can hear in the, like the recording, it's like, yeah, this is so similar to like the flight simulator. <laughs> it's literally like that's like so insane. Probably so like insane. the same. Yeah, it's probably so yeah. similar. Okay, so but yeah, b- both both sad stories. From that, we can agree on. Okay, what was your point one? What was your point one? My point one was that, like, if you work at an airport just gassing up plans for 10 years, then okay. it's the only amount of time. I disagree with you, I think, on every single one. Okay. The first one is, if you're, like, working at an airport mm-hmm. for 10 years, maybe it's his problem he stayed after they kept having him just fuel up planes. That's a sign they don't want you there, man. If he was really, really, like, depressed... That's none of his coworkers or anyone else's in his life problem. No one else's problem. Okay. That's his problem. That's fair. So he's got to be the one to make that initiative. Maybe they didn't give him the opportunity to advance in the company. You ever consider that? Dude, life isn't fair. Okay. Life <laughs> isn't fair. I'll take that. Yep. That's true. No excuse to skill. Think about that a lot recently. Yeah. Like life isn't fair or whatever, but like came to this like realization recently that like the worst thing that you can do when life isn't going your way is feel sorry for yourself. Mm-hmm. When you feel sorry for yourself, you just like, you stop every, everything that positive that can come your way. Yeah. True you, you start thinking negatively. You close down everyone. Oh, everyone should feel so bad for me. I don't have to do this. I shouldn't have to do this. Mm-hmm. And you only end up being worse. Right. You become a worse person. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I think like feeling sorry for yourself isn't necessarily a bad thing in like small handfuls. Mm-hmm. You can have like a night, man. Pinches. Yeah, you can have a night that you're like freaking, dude, uh, ice cream. And, uh, yeah. These, uh, it sucks right now. What I know? Like after that, dude, you like after like one night, like you got to like freaking strap it up and like get going. Mm-hmm. And it like sucks. It's no but, way to live life. No. No. You're not really living. You ain't living. You ain't living. You ain't learning. Yeah. Taking a death and dying class right now. Yep. We just read our first book. I didn't read it. I listened to audiobook. First of all, dude, game changer. Mm-hmm. Game it's like a podcast. Changer. Yeah. And like it kind of goes back to like, oh, like what kind of reading style do you have? And it's like, I'm not a good reader. Can't. I can't read. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I, I can't honest. read. 
I can read, but barely. It does say it on the board. It says it on the humble. We have a board here that just says uh, something bad. You come in, you write something bad about yourself to keep yourself humble. Mm-hmm. Um, I struggle reading. And like I was always like trying to push through this. Like, oh my gosh, like I need to get better at reading so I can be smarter, whatever. But I, I'm kind of realizing like I'm not going to stop reading. I want to get better. But like just playing to your advantage of being like, oh, I can listen to a story and understand it. Like I was able to participate in the discussion so much more. Yeah. Just by going a, at a route that makes sense to me. Everybody's different. Everyone's different. There's no one size fits all for anything. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah. School kind of tries to scram you and cram you and push you into one push, size. Push. It's like you're taking a mound of clay and trying to stick it into one of those cookie cutter gingerbread men. And the clay is just too big and they're just stuffing and stuffing and stuffing. Yeah. Something like that. I see. I didn't understand what you were saying before. You give me the visual. Now I get it. Yeah. That was a good visual right yeah. there. That was good. Appreciate that. Came up with that right up here. No way. Yeah, I didn't pre-plan that, dude. Wow, good job. Yeah. Good I've way. actually scripted everything I've said today. Nice. Um, really but yeah, that's a crazy story. I mean, the Walmart is... Yeah, I... Say, I you say Walmart. I you agree. say Walmart, and to me, that sounds like numbers. In Mississippi, especially, because you're like, that's spread out. What's one place that has the most people? Walmart. True. Like, the, the, that's the, probably, that is probably the most popular Yeah, spot. I guess I kind of thought about it like... Well, you thought about it from your nice, happy brain. I know. You th- you're assuming the best, which is good. But but bad. He's a huge piece of shit, that's for sure. You watch your goddamn mouth. <laughs> What's his name? What's his name? Um, his name? I had it. Now I lost it. Okay. okay. He doesn't deserve one. Yeah. We're not going to give him a name. No. No. So you, you look Anyway, up- he's getting charged with uh, grand larceny and something And terrorism. Else. Yes. Yeah. As, I mean, he probably should. I, I, I don't know. Actually, I don't, I, don't know. Know. I don't know. I don't know. I think he should get in trouble, obviously, yes. go to jail. But he didn't go into the Walmart. I know. And you can tell he was having a mental breakdown. Yeah. So it's like there's more. I, like, to, I, I'm not, I'm I am definitely not on the train of, like, put him into in prison, prison forever. For, like, yeah. for even, like, even if, like. He worked he good a, for 10 even years. Even if he got a sentence of, like, 10 years, I'd still think that was, like, too yeah. much. I'd be like, that's ridiculous. Dude, even, like, five dude, years. You could, you could debate saying, like, no, he doesn't deserve a sentence at all. Yeah. I would say, like, six months and then, like, yeah. rehab or whatever. Yeah. He's been charged with terroristic threats, which I don't know how much you get. I can look that I up, too. I don't know. They, the, that um, Department of Homeland Security, they'll, you make a ten of terrorist threats. They don't like terrorists. Yeah. I can confirm that. I'm a Homeland Security guy. We don't. We don't like them. Um, yeah, let's go. Okay, so I looked up a funny story. Um, a distillery is fighting an invasion of crabs by turning them into whiskey. Yes, this is actually, we mentioned this on the boat as one of our fun facts. Really? It's the green crabs, right? Yep. Yep. Talk yep. to me. Uh, I didn't read into it, but a New Hampshire distillery is taking a problem by using it uh, to make green crab flavored whiskey. Whoa. Yeah. Um, basically I didn't need to read anything else. The headlines enough because, um, I get what I need out of it. I would just like to think like, it's freaking awesome, man. You take a problem, you freaking drink it, make it into whiskey. Like, like I wouldn't want like talking about like teeth and all this like human stuff. Like mm. I would never eat a person, but if someone said like, Oh, a person, like, like a witch, this is Sean whiskey. This is beyond person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like if, if you died. And was made into a whiskey. And you're like, I want this, Ryan. Like, 
if when I die, you can make a whiskey with my remains, and you can have it. <laughs> I would I would drink I would drink me you. I wouldn't eat you if you said I want you to eat me and use my meat to like feed your family. Fuel, I'd be like, yeah. no, 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 no. But if you said making whiskey, I'd be like, that's a that's a conversation starter. What if I could make myself into the best cheeseburger you ever had? No, no. But eating is like that's. But too, you'll drink me. Yeah, I don't know. But don't you? You have to agree with me a little bit, right? Like, there's some sort of weird mental block where it's like I wouldn't eat you, but if you were like me, like when you say. You're gonna make me into a whiskey. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Well, I don't really know the same process that they're using to dis- to make these crabs into whiskey. Am I a crab? If they threw you <laughs> into the bin, or me, let's flip it so it's easier. Why is that easier? <laughs> <laughs> let's say I said, Sean. Yeah. If I die, take me down to the distillery, any of them, mm-hmm. and have them make a whiskey, and you can celebrate my. Party. What, drink a drink some on your birthday or something? Yeah. Yeah. Every every birthday I want you to drink one glass. How much whiskey, whiskey do you think I could get out of you? I feel like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So are you just talking about in my head, what you're talking about is when you say you're gonna put me in a whiskey, yeah. You're talking about you're gonna cremate me. And Dude, then I don't know the process. I'm just saying, whatever they're doing to these crabs. I know they how did, they do it. I've figured it out. Can you do it to me? Uh, yeah, what basically what you do is you would How make a stock out of your, like, you know, chicken stock. Oh, okay. You know, Sean stock. Sean stock. <laughs> Get my hands on a nice Sean stock. Okay. Mark, it's okay, hot. Okay, pause, pause. I would use your stock. <laughs> if, if <laughs> I would use your stock in my soup as well. Right? Yeah. Is that crazy? Like, if I was making a chicken noodle, like, maybe i put in half a cup of Ryan stock. Ryan stock. <laughs> What is stock? Well, it's just like so bones. It. It's the bo- what? No, that's bone broth. Yeah, you bone, the bones. Bone broth. Boil the bones. Yeah, that's bone stock. But yeah. I think stock. Like I would. I think you just stock. Like you cut me up and this is getting graphic. But you'd cut me up and put me in, drain all my blood out and put me in a, put me in a bucket of water and olive oil and let all my juices come out. Yeah, it's basically what's left over when you make a soup. If you put all of like chicken okay. in a soup, hold on, hold on. The broth, this visual, is the stock. use it with the crabs. Use the visual with the crabs. So yeah, so you know, you, I think you we're take beyond crab. crabs. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're in Sean stock territory now. <laughs> Sean stock. That's the name of the episode. Yeah, Sean stock. That's good. Sean stock. <laughs> I gotta get my hands on some of that. Yeah, no, you, so won't, think, you your your hands will be in the Sean yeah. stock. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, my hand, yeah, I, I'm your hands all, will be the Sean stock. I am the Sean stock, yeah. and I want some Sean stock. I am the Sean stock. <laughs> wow, I wonder if people are going to like this. I think they will. Really? I don't know. This is like, this is, it's the, a, the latest we've ever recorded for sure. Besides yeah, the drunk so. episode. Yeah. 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 Um, do we want to do the activity? Oh my gosh. Tonight? Try to do, this. do you mind if I do one more thing? Yeah, go for it. Go we, got, we got time. So, as I talked about last episode, I think, I've been taking the train more. Yeah. Have a couple things I want to talk about about the train. Did you do the homework? Talk to the conductor? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if he was the conductor, but he was a man on the train. Yep. I oh, did. yes, 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 yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, first thing I want to say, 
I'm not encouraging people to do this on the train by any means, <laughs> but just so you know, there's quite the reflection. If somebody in the seat in front of you is using their laptop, there is quite the reflection off the, the window. You can pretty much see their laptop as if it was right in front of your face. <laughs> just saying. Not say, I didn't see anything good. Yeah, That's all I'll say. Yeah. This morning, there was nothing good. Yep. Um, so that's interesting. Just that's exciting. To, no, it's exciting. This is foreshadowing. To, yeah, something to keep in mind. Yep. Uh, hopefully, I see something good. Yeah. You'll be the first to know. Yep. Um, so first, I'll talk. So I talked to two different people. One pe- person today just held me hostage in a conversation. I'll talk about that after. Okay. But the first guy, I talked to the train conductor uh, this morning, actually. Good. And I asked him... I didn't want to, I know there were a lot of people getting on the train, so I didn't want to take him up for too much time, but I just asked him like the quick question, like, so like, how does it, how does it work? Like how do trains not collide basically? And how does the scheduling work and stuff? And he basically said, so there are certain points on the track where it's double one, one way. So obviously they don't have to worry about collisions then because one's one way, one's the other. Yep. And then if they don't have like a double, and it's a single, then there's either an off-ramp kind of thing where if another train's coming, one train will go to the off-ramp, the other train will pass, and they'll communicate with each other, like let, let them know. Okay. And then the last thing he said, and this is like, he said this is kind of most of it, honestly. He just said like, it's like an airplane schedule. Like yeah. think about like the reserve times on the track for these times so nobody else is on the track. And then they ha- he said, like, it's it's more intricate than I thought. Like, think about, like, he said, like, think about, like, not air traffic control, but kind of like that. Like, there's people in the rooms, like, tracking all the trains, making sure. And then the, he said they recently implemented this new safety mechanism that's, like, all the trains are connected to. And it has, like, GPS and their speed and stuff. And if it detects them getting close, collision or anything or going too fast for conditions it'll slow them down see that person that designed that program to make sure the trains don't Mm -hmm. collide that is the type of guy i think you would meet at a random bar in the country i think if i if i went if i went to north dakota right Mm -hmm. and i sit down at the local bar right and i sit down i say to the next guy to me Mm -hmm. i say hey what do you do for a living he said well actually i'm retired um you know, you know. I don't know if you ever thought about it, but like trains, they uh, can like run into each other. Mm-hmm. And I designed the program to make sure that those trains don't run into each other. That, that is very true. That is the type of guy you'd meet in yeah. North Dakota at a bar. Yeah. Um, I hope to someday. Yeah. So yeah, that's just kind of a little background. I was pretty interested about. I thought it was. I I was kind of surprised, almost a little disappointed that he said like most of it's just scheduling. I I, I honestly. I picture just an Excel spreadsheet. I thought like there'd be like they would figure it out using right. like, it's just a shared document. Yeah, <laughs> share it with all the conductors. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was interesting. I hope to continue my dialogue further and and work this one conductor. Give me all the company secrets. This, yeah, you know? this could be a good segment. Let's Sean's keep... train, train talk, train talk. Yeah. Ooh, bump the camera. Very good. Uh. So lastly, tonight on my the train was delayed, yeah, by about thirty minutes. So I was just hanging out, waiting for the train, and this guy came up to me and started talking to me. Yep, nice guy. I'll give you some things I learned about him. 
He's 64. Whoa. Although he didn't look 64. Okay. So maybe he looks young for his age. Okay. But, okay, that's just one observation. Okay. He said he worked in flooring all of his life. Okay. Since he was like 15. Looked like he could be the type. That's why he looks young. Yeah, probably. Floors keep you young. Yep. We kind of went on to talk and like... The more we talked, I kind of got the feeling that he wasn't, he wasn't very, he wasn't in a very good, he didn't seem like to be in a very happy place. (laughs) So he talked to me about one thing that he said, he was like, yesterday I sold my house in Freeport. I'm so done with it here. Like I'm I gotta get out. I gotta get out of here. And he said, and he said, I got a four, I got a four, $414,000 check for my house. But they wrote it out to like a different like holding company instead of me, so I don't I don't know what to do about that. And I was like, that's socks. Holy <laughs> smokes! So I was like, that's a bummer, dude. Did he show you the check? Huh? No. Uh, kind of weird though. Uh, but whatever. Anyways, I didn't question it. I just kind of let him let him say his spiel, you know. Mm-hmm. Then we were talking about, you know, he wasn't like crazy. I don't want to make this guy seem crazy. Like he seemed like a very like like I know the check thing kind of sounds kind of weird, and a few other things I'm going to say that sound kind of weird. <laughs> but he like he wasn't a we- he didn't seem like that weird of a guy. Although he did say, and I quote, at one point like we had, we were talking about just like a little bit about politics, nothing like intense or anything but we were just talking about how it's like crazy here and stuff and like he was like yeah like you know it's nothing like it used to be and like I, i'm so done with it i'm i just i'm moving to asia at the end of uh october wow he really is done with everything huh and he mm. seemed he seemed like okay. he was pretty serious he didn't have a ring he didn't have a wedding ring he didn't it didn't seem like he was okay. married question so you were in durham i was in durham durham okay what direction was he going? North. Wow. Mm. Dude. He said he had to get his car to drive to Peabody. Okay. What, is, what was he doing in Durham? I don't know. Dude, I... I this, is, this is what I think. Yeah, tell me. I think he's a compulsive liar. I think the fact that he came up to you and had to tell you all this stuff... I think it's all baloney. I, I you think that's do. all baloney? I think it's all baloney. He made the, all that. I think he might be just a little bit of a crazy guy. Yeah. And like, dude, how fun would it be if you could like be at a train station, like every time you see someone new, you go up and talk to them, completely different life. That's kind of fun. True. Kind of fun if you game have the, if you have the knots, if you're just like, yeah, I'm committed to it. Because this sounds, I would love to believe it. I want to believe it just as much as the next guy, but this is a, this is a little much for 8 o'clock, 7.30. I don't know, dude. He really seemed like he was done, dude. He went on, or not like done, but like he was, he talked about, we were talking about living in Maine because he lived in Freeport or lived in Freeport. And he was like, yeah, like up there really sucks when you don't got any family or friends. Like you got like, he he said, said, I remember like, I can't, I can't, I know I can't spend another winter up there. And then he was like, last winter, I would just sit around waiting, getting excited to go out and shovel again. Oh, my God. So, like, he would have these really lows, but then he'd be optimistic about the future. Wait, what was it? it floors. Floors. And he did that this whole life. Right. Yeah, see, he didn't try to steal a plane and fly it into Walmart. He did the same job for a while, and that's not a fun job. But that's floors not working at an airport. 
What's the difference? One has planes. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Um. So you think it's all it's all made up? Um. Some like some part. Yeah. I feel like some parts of the story had to be true because he talked about like when he was younger. He talked about how like his one of his buddies' dad owned the pizza shop down in Durham and how he used to work there and that. I don't know. Maybe it See, is. See, it Ill. seems like he gave you too much information. For it we to were be talking real. for a while. So how long were you talking? Thirty to forty minutes. Oh my god! And like you were trapped. Was, so I was trapped. Hard. I was sitting on the bench. He walked up and just started talking. Wow. Well, because well, I guess I kind of started, or I don't know, because the train was delayed. So like he was like, "Any idea when the train's getting here?" And I was like, "Ah, it's delayed like thirty minutes." And yep. then I don't know where he where he got me, but he hooked me. Yeah, he, he said thirty he, minutes. Oh my god! Oh my god! You got so here. much. But I'm glad he didn't like sit down next to me or anything. He just taught. He just. Oh my god! He kept his yeah. distance, standing yeah. good distance away. Ooh, this is maybe this is a life hack. It'd be nice if you had a mask. Yeah. You know, like like I'm not saying wear it like on the train, right. but if you like pulled it out, yeah, it kind of shows like, hey, I'm kind of done with this conversation. I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't. I, I mean, I don't think you would be done. Yeah. I I'm worried about when you guys get onto the train, he comes to sit next to you. Right. That's yeah. what I'm scared See, about. I, yeah. I don't know. I was kind of. I was. I was scared of that as well. I yeah. was very, you know, pleased that he said it was really nice talking to you. Yeah. I said, yeah, it was nice talking to you too. Man. And it seems. So I don't know. You know what? You know what? I don't. This think is it, what this is what it boils down to. We're, I'm going to trust you. What do you? believe i think it was real man okay because we were talking about golf for a while and i don't know it just <laughs> dude this is crazy this conversation how, was everywhere how yeah this conversation is crazy yeah i wish you guys had the pod today right dude? oh my gosh you would have loved that yeah but i've also i mean i don't mind these person-to-person interactions i don't think we have them enough these days um i've actually been making it a point on the train, a lot of people put their bags in the seat next to them when they sit down. But I'm a bag by my feet kind of guy. You want to sit next to me? Please. Let's talk. Let's talk. Yeah. Let's fucking hang. So what did you tell about yourself? Did you have any time to tell any of your stories? I mean, yeah, I talked about like my time at UNH and mm-hmm. uh, gave my address, social security number, credit yeah. card information. Good for you. Yeah. Um, I just really op- like I, he got me to open right up. Yeah. Um, and I feel good about that. Sweetheart. Still. He's a sweetheart. Um, so just that kind of stuff. And then just, um, honestly, that's about it. Yeah. That's wow. You it. didn't get much out. Yeah. I didn't get a ton out. He got it all out. He got all of his stuff. I mean, like, yeah, I'm just thinking about some of the things he said. He was, re- he seemed really excited to go to Asia. Yeah, I would be. I would he be. He said he should have gone last year when the prices were better though. They're not much better. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. His words, I trust. True, him. yeah, you do trust, <laughs> trust this guy him. just a little too much. Um, okay, so yeah, that's my spiel for the train talk for this week. Um, yeah, no, that's you good. guys. If you if you guys have any, I think it sounds less real when I'm talking. Maybe that's because it is not real, but I don't know. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna end this episode. We can do it next episode, Nolan. I have a oh. fact about okay. You saying how how he could be a compulsive liar? Yep. Now, what you're talking about is actually pathological lying. Okay. Which is compulsive lying, but there's no real gain. Okay. And there is a one of the causes can be a personality disorder known as narcissistic personality disorder, 
where people come up with stories to cope with their emotions, but also feel the need to talk to and lie to new people to tell them all about like their life and right. the way they're feeling. Right. Does it sound like this guy at all? Do, do you have a percent of how common this is? It's like 0.7%. Okay. Okay. So That's high. Because, I mean, you haven't run into one in your life yet. You've probably run into a couple thousand people. True. So, Do you think you've run into over a million people? No. Yeah, right? Well, I mean, it's kind of unfair when you go to a stadium. Like if you go if you've gone to any game, you're getting freaking numbers like crazy. Any airport, you're getting well, numbers like crazy, man. What do you consider like what do you consider see like getting caught on a bench with? So it's like even like brushing arms. Like just physical any physical touch. How many people have you physically touched? Like that's clothes and stuff like, too. Like like not touched. Well no, I let's say let's say how many people have gone through your three ten foot, foot ten foot bubble. Ten oh, foot. ten foot bubble. <laughs> Ten foot bubble. Did you just gulp? <laughs> All right, go. Come on. A hundred million. No. Hundred million. No, no, no. Hundred thousand. Hundred thousand. That's it. I would say. I would say over a million. No way. Have dude. you ever been to a city? Yeah. Oh wow, that's a really weird question. Now you got me thinking. Half a million. How often are you in the city? Dude, it doesn't take much. And those people that like live in cities, they're brushed up with the same people. I don't count that. Okay. New people. Yeah. You know? But like, I don't know, man. 10 foot bubble. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I don't you know, know what? I want to I wanna end this episode Yeah. saying, don't let a charismatic person sell you snake oil. Amen to that. Well, that could have could've could've all been a big old cup of snake oil. Yeah, absolutely. But mm-hmm. honestly, the reason I guess I obviously don't really care is because it doesn't really matter to me. It was just, you know. Yeah. No, it absolutely. Nice to talk. Yeah, it's, I, it's fun yeah. to kind of break yeah. down, too. Yeah. I, so I, I hope to see him again so I can really get to the bottom of it. See if we get a different story or not. Give, do Dude, some you quiz. Should, you should write down. Yeah. Write down yeah. the stuff and then say, hey, how's the... Uh, how's this? How's that? How's golf, Ben? You go over to that Does that course? track keep bouncing or what? <laughs> you go over to Grafton? Yeah. Cool. All right. Love you guys. Um, thanks for listening again. Nolan, great job with the projector. Or Thank you. the TV. I like the projector. I like that name. Yeah. It's old fashioned. Yeah, we'll be back next Monday. Love you guys.